There we go. Okay, we're hot. Wait, hold on. You're you're hiding behind the thing. Okay. Good. You got record. Everything's recording. Everything's recording. Are you recording? I think yeah. I got. I'm recording on the camera. Recording on the uh, this thing. Yeah. Good to go. Okay. Cool. Um, So I think where there's going to be like a little bit of adjustment like throughout the thing to kind of like. We're gonna. We're on a couch, so we're trying yeah. to figure out where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I feel like I need to like come forward more. Maybe. There we I go. I felt like we were like way far back, and we were like these little people in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Yeah, we, we got are. it. We'll figure it out. Okay. Great. All right. So first of all, welcome to this episode of the Drop with Frank and Brian. I'm Frank. I'm Brian. Brian, and we got today's guest. Get, get down. <laughs> Today's guest, Georgia. What's up? So welcome, 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 welcome. <laughs> Hello. Uh, so where do we want to begin, Brian? Uh, oh, just put it all on me. Yeah, I know. Put it all, I'm the I'm the one that's in person doing this thing, and I'm just going to put it on you. Did you hold on? First of all, I have notes. Can I, you see them? I have notes too. Did you, you guys came prepared? prepared. Did you, you guys? It's like. But did you oh, take them? You didn't take them. Did he tell you I that I bought him? A, I bought him a gift last weekend when we were in San Diego, and it was a notepad, <laughs> and he didn't even oh. use it. I know. What the hell? I'm a terrible friend. That's not that's not very nice of you. I'm a terrible friend. <laughs> like, I I got to remember that for next you week. You just outed yourself. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I totally did. You could have not shown the notes and just been like, yeah, and then I'm so, on this cool notepad. Yeah, I would have outed myself. Yeah. yeah. So Sorry yeah. about that. That's no, all good. So this is a new setup. How does it feel? You being this, the remote. Yeah, I know. I yeah, yeah, that was about to say like usually, you know, the with the with Will, he was at your pad doing it and now while well, I'm not at George's pad, I'm here in her office. And uh yeah, so we're like on the other side of it now. Heck so yeah. but it works out good. And we got to check I don't know, you can't see him, but I got mic stands. So like I'm ready to go. We're ready to go. We're, we're ready fancy. to do this. Yeah, we're almost professional, but if you say you're professional <laughs> then you can't say you're professional because then the expectations are high. Right. Yeah. No, you're not. You're not professional. You're just fancy. We're mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> I I was telling Georgia that this podcast is always about uh, about five minutes away from not happening. <laughs> every single week. Every single week. I feel it's always like, about five minutes from not happening. I feel like that's my entire life. <laughs> like, I mean, same. like everything is about five minutes from not happening. <laughs> but I mean, that means that there's always like a way out if you need it. Like. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, or we could just scrap the whole thing and just say, yeah, you know, it didn't work out. And then it's just not do li- something else. Yeah. Mine's not live life custom. Mine's live life excu- with excuses. <laughs> I mean, just said that's the you know low expectations for for no disappointment. You know, <laughs> that should be my new my new YouTube channel is low expectations. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. I, Perfect. I feel, I feel like that was a mini truck club or something. It was. Yeah, low expectations was a mini truck club. I think. Mini truck clubs, like uh, any iteration of low, twisted, um, fantasy, yeah. obsession. There's yeah. all all truck clubs revolve around just those few phrases. Yeah, yeah. that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, because everyone's like they'll leave their truck club and they're like, we're going to start a new truck club and we're going to call it. Yeah, something based on another club. You, you can't you can't even you can't name one because then someone's going to be like, you were shit talking our club. <laughs> oh, that happens all the time. <laughs> Even though you didn't mean it that way. We, haven't, hap- we haven't been caught shit-talking on this podcast yet, but I feel the like one day... The internet will come for you. One day it's going to happen, and then one day we're going to get caught slipping. Probably in your next episode, because I know who your next guest is. Oh, That's true. Yeah. Good luck to you all. <laughs> Tune in for that one. That one's, that one's coming next. <laughs> Stay tuned. 
So yeah, yeah. we're so. sitting here. Okay. Yes. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> That's the other thing we're trying to like learn through this whole thing is like how to not like talk to each other and like give each other kind of like the right away and stuff. Oh, for so sure. We're, but we're still working it out. But I think we're doing better. I think we're, we've gotten better. I have, we can't get worse. That's that's true. So we are sitting here with Georgia, and uh, I think how we'll start this whole thing off is um, everybody everybody knows Georgia. Everybody kind of knows got a pretty good handle on her story on on everything. And uh, so I just wanted to do, like just a quick summary of um, Georgia. Okay, we're gonna do a quick summary. Uh, just circling back real quick to your not talking over top of if you guys feel like you need to interrupt me please do because i'm i'm very add and i will ramble for a hot minute so <laughs> that's fine that's what we're here for that's what we're so uh yeah if you feel like you need to interject please be like georgia shut up <laughs> um all right uh hi everybody i'm georgia i'm your uh friendly canadian lowrider um so yeah, Canadian in SoCal right now. Uh, I have a 1987 Cutlass, but I am building a mini truck. And then I have a little daily mini truck as well. And I mean, I feel like everyone kind of has a handle on, on what I do. I, you know, I'm at the show. I've done some model stuff. I've done some branding and car building and all that kind of stuff. And worked with quite a few companies. And yeah, so Hi. <laughs> yeah, I was we, before the episode started. We were kind of like talking about what we were going to talk about, and um, l- like we've said, there's there's tons of great media out there on Georgia about her car, about her builds, her story, kind of coming into the scene. So we're not really going to go into too much detail about that. We're gonna uh, basically what I what from my perspective, what I wanted to to kind of find out was like you your social media presence is very strong. You're very good at branding, and you're very good at, at marketing your brand. So. You know, throughout these episodes, I notice like a, a common theme that we talk about is our brands, like how yeah. how we run them, like the how we utilize social media to to get in front of more people, and so that's sort of like what I really wanted to touch on. So yeah. like is, yeah. is the social media part of it. Yeah. But um, yeah. So so just what is your, just kind of give us like a rundown of your like, what you think the current like social media, like not platform but like the landscape is for social media the landscape when it comes to branding or is that what you're mm-hmm. you're thinking about yeah okay um honestly the 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 landscape right now is to me is very broad and it's ever changing which is is huge and it's really hard to sometimes stay on top of how much it's changing just because there are so many different things going on with it with Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and things changing within uh, like right now especially things are changing within Facebook quite a lot so it's it's very fluid that's for sure um basically i've been finding that you know with branding and marketing it's just a matter of getting content up and out um, staying on top of it, creating more, um, putting out more. If it doesn't work, continuing and and being able to pivot and change direction and put out something else. Like if something flops, it's not the end of the world. Like honestly, you can try 800 times with something and maybe that only one of those times it's going to work really great, but it's a matter of getting that one time out. So you just got to keep plugging at it and, and going at it and not get discouraged and that sort of thing. Um, because really, it's just a content game right now. Yeah, it's definitely the 
the like I don't I, speaking from my point of view like I'm not a master at any of this but one of the the things that I do understand is it's always creating keep like just creating content yeah. content and that's the only way that you're really going to survive in this whole like space this, this whole yeah. social media space is just keep creating content and Brian has a uh, a shirt with a saying on it that we refer back to a lot it's like create original content yeah, you know that's what it's all about—is creating original content mm-hmm. and just keep on doing it. And that's really that's really interesting. They said that like um, to to just not be afraid of doing stuff, and if it flops, mm-hmm. just move on. Like yeah. try not you know to what? get s- stuck on the flop. Branding it, in in so many ways is about not being afraid to fail. So like the people that get anywhere with stuff are people that have failed a thousand times. But yeah, you're you're gonna see their successes, but you're not, and you're not gonna see those failures. But you ask anyone that's doing something, and they're they're gonna tell you that they have probably tried and failed a whole bunch of times, and it's a matter of just continuing and being comfortable with that failure, and being comfortable with people that are gonna make shitty comments or can I swear on this? Uh, minimal. Ooh, I'm gonna try minimal? not to. <laughs> I don't know. We're we're like be, being new to this whole thing. We're yeah. still trying to feel like some podcasts. Like I know uh, uh, there, there are a few out there that say just we don't care. Go at it. Whatever. Do what but, you want. Yeah. But I don't know. We're still. I don't know because I mean I'm not like I'm not, uh, I'm like not a, a big saint. I'm not, yeah, I'm not a big cuss word. I am, but I'm, I'm not. not. Like I don't go crazy, but like every once in a while, something will. Slip I think out. a couple yeah. shits here and there will be okay. I think there's actually a <laughs> like a limit that you you can have on a podcast before you have to click explicit. Oh really? Oh really? Because yeah, oh, when I upload the learning, yeah, when I new. upload the audio version, it's like you can click it for explicit or keep it off for non-explicit. Oh, oh. but when it, wow. yeah, I know that. yeah, but when it comes ba- like back to branding, as far as on on. Uh, on that, like how you were saying, like, don't get hung up on it. I think that's super important. And me and Frank had this conversation. We went to the C10 show and Frank's like, see, I post a C10. It only gets X amount of likes. I post a mini truck. It gets way more. And yeah. I had that same thing happen when I was posting a lot of European car content. Oh, and he froze. We lost sound. We lost something. Uh-oh. Oh. He froze. Oh, dun, I can. Dun, dun. Oh, I, there I, we go. can't hear you. No, you can. You're back now. Okay. I could hear you the whole time. You just froze on the screen. Oh, yes. No, well, we couldn't hear you or anything for that. <laughs> we were like, what is happening here? All right. I uh, know what I was saying is like, don't get hung up on the numbers um, because content is free to post. Like once, yeah. once you took the photo or once you took the video or once you whatever you did, you just post the content and then pretend like it, you, it's just gone. It's already in the past. So you, if you if you kind of get hung up on the numbers, you can it can be either depressing or whatever if it does if that post doesn't do well you almost just have to focus on the next post that one's already in the past oh a hundred percent like and and people take it way too seriously about like oh is this post going to be like this or that going to be like that and the thing that that is gonna drive for me at least is it drive the success is when you're posting things that you want to post, that you mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Because if you like it, you're going to want to continue to do it and it's going to be natural to you. Mm-hmm. So when you are putting out stuff that is true to you and your image or whatever you're doing and you're not trying to be anything else but what you are, people are going to relate to it more and you're going to find your right audience. Um, if you're if you're posting, if you're not into something and you're posting it, it, it people see through that real quick and 
they un- they don't vibe with it the same way that they would if you're just posting genuinely as yourself. I feel like a lot of the times that I've my stuff has gotten as much love as it has is people just find that it's relatable. Like they they're like, oh, like she just she's not trying to be a model necessarily. Like I always laugh and I'm like, I'm not really a model. I just had some cool opportunities, but like I I'm not trying to be anything other than just what I am, and that's why it works. Um, if you are like so hung up on these numbers and you know things looking a certain way or having your feed like I, there's nothing that drives me more crazy is that when you go on someone's feed and they have they have to have it look pretty like on like I'm like just post the pictures like who cares like you don't need to have it black white color this that whatever like all to make it so when someone goes on your page that it's pretty like who cares like post what you like don't it, post for you know yeah i was gonna say that anyways. it kind of goes back to like making yours you you happy and what you like versus try like you see another page and that and it gets a a thousand likes on a photo you're like oh i'm gonna recreate that and be just yeah. like them it's mostly yeah. you know you just have like you said do what you like yeah that's how a lot of the stuff that i do is that it's it's really cool that you said that because yes the the internet as a whole demands authenticity oh, and anytime yeah. you try to fake it yeah they, people will automatically see it they'll see yeah. it and they'll call you out on it so i totally agree with that that you have to be authentic you have to be yourself and it's uh, the other interesting thing you said is like doing stuff you like that's kind of how maybe that's that's the one way i'm looking at it when i post a c10 and it doesn't get like a bunch of what a, what a, you know what it should do because even even i am like Mm, you know, it was cool. It's definitely cool. Yeah, like it, it, it is super cool. Those tro- like, and I hate to I hate that we spent the last couple of episodes not necessarily picking on C tens, but like talking about <laughs> them a lot. Yeah. But yeah, I do get more excited when I take a, a really good picture of a mini truck that I like, or even mm-hmm. a car or something. So yeah, and all of my videos, all of my videos is comprised of that. So when you watch my videos, uh, what you're seeing in the video is the stuff that I find interesting and the stuff that I like. I yeah. feel like that shines through, honestly, like because you can see it that, you know, you're taking pride in it. You get, you know, however you've edited the video, you've taken more time for it, like that sort of thing. You can see that you like it more. And that's why it even will come out better. It's like a kid in school that likes math. They're going to do better in math than they're doing science yeah. because they like the math class. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's a good point. It's. It's just how it goes. Yeah. Um, like when we went to the C10 show, again, I know I hate bringing this all the way, all the way to, but um, I know. You I, feel guys, like, I feel like we're going but back. It's such, a good, it's such a good example. I'm on a C10 podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's honestly like such a good example when it comes to all of this, because like when I was like super stoked that you were going to go, not because I'm like, hey, look at these trucks. You're forced to like them. But just like it's still fun to go. And like. So like, mm-hmm. and when we were talking about your vlogs the other day too, about like focusing on having fun versus ha- like the show coverage, because you also like, it's almost like you like to have fun with people just as much as you like the trucks. For sure. And, mm-hmm. and you, and exactly what you're saying, yeah. like you can, there are some videos and Brian has pointed out too, like, you're like, he, he's told me before he's like, Hey, you were, you weren't really into that, huh? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, I could tell. <laughs> And that's yeah. and that's you're absolutely right. And if you're not interjecting your your fun into it, your personality into it, people can like pick it up. Oh, immediately. 100 percent. 100 percent. It's like the way media is now. It's it's so easy to see through people and their stuff. But 
I mean, when it all comes down to it, get the content up, see what works for you. And I mean, like, like we just touched on, like you can try a thousand times and find what works for you. If, mm. if you're, and a lot of times the things that you get good feedback on, you're going to feel recharged about and mm-hmm. you're going to be excited about more. So it, it kind of is, is also a weird sort of gray area. Whereas like, say if you got a whole ton of love on that C10 post and would it make you feel differently about it? Do you think? I don't know. Uh, that's, that's, a, a good, that's a very good question. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like, a really cause good sometimes question. the things that people vibe with, then you're like, you feel charged on, you mm-hmm. know? So you're like, Oh shit. Like I, I want to, I want to do more of that. Like, yeah, I really like that. That's a good point. Like, so sometimes it, it's kind of like a weird sort of thing. Like, to be honest with you, um, this is me outing myself. The, the, the videos I do when I'm driving the Cutlass, where mm-hmm. I, the shotgun camera. Oh, yeah, where it's like in the door. Yeah. When I first started doing that, I thought it was the dumbest thing. <laughs> I literally was like, this is cringy. Like, why? <laughs> I did it like twice, and but like it blew up. Mm-hmm. And like people were so jazzed on it mm-hmm. that I was like, okay, I'll just do another one, whatever, like, see what happens. And people, like, it. next thing you know, it was, like, they're hitting, like, millions of views. Wow. And I was like, okay, people vibe with with this cruising stuff. Like, and I mean, my saying throughout my brand for all these years has been keep cruising. So, like, I guess this is a kind of something that I'm going to work with a little bit right. because it's it has a good vibe on it and if people it makes people feel good. So like it kind of makes me wonder sometimes like if like if things were a little bit different like would that like if people didn't vibe with that <laughs> yeah, I probably would probably, have probably never have continued to it, to make them. It would be like, like if Frank set up a booth at that show and he sold double what he normally sells he'd be like yeah, i love c10s like, this is the best C10s are C10s. Oh, like every c10 show let's go like he's like i, I love the, the the trucks were cool the trucks mm. were cool but the people were cooler but the people were cooler <laughs> i don't know those people though maybe cooler. that's and that could be another thing so a lot of this stuff that we do from my point of view and i always speak from my point of view i don't speak for anybody else so a lot of the stuff that we do the reason why we have so much fun is because, like, 95% of the time, we're with our friends. Yeah. We're with our friends. Yeah, exactly. Out at shows. So, like, you know, maybe the, the, the C10 thing is, like, a little foreign to me because I, like, don't know all those guys. And maybe the more I get into it and the more I meet people. Well, and and you coming, know. coming from a viewer, too, of your channel and a fan of YouTube channels and trucks and, and all of this just as a person, as a fan, like, I like to see what you like. So, may, not necessarily the trucks, but the vibe around, like, you and Mike cruising that part of it, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, see, that part was the coolest part because I was in it. Yeah, see, yeah. like you're in it, and and you were with someone you knew, so yeah, it made was with it my friend. Like, <laughs> exactly. So it like made it a whole different thing, right? Like, right. Yeah. It, I feel like that's a lot of it. Is like it's like being the new kid in school. You know, you're you're kind of like I don't know if I like it here. I like my old. My old place. I keep referring mm. to like school references. No, no, that's great. But like, <laughs> actually, that's, like, that's one like, of the I things I have written down here. I didn't even like here. school. <laughs> but anyways, the like, but it's like being the new kid. Like you don't know anyone, so you feel kind of awkward or like uncomfortable, and it's not the same sort of vibe as you're used to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, maybe once you got into it more and you felt, it, it, it's kind of it's hard to to know really it's, it's and that's like there's a couple things that you touched on that i actually wanted to talk about and we'll, we'll it's kind of like the way we do this is we kind of like start on one thing and then we kind of like go off somewhere else and we'll eventually yeah. come back to it. 
but, we but, just we're just all over the map. Yeah. Well, no, it's it's fine. Um, so the the two things that I wanted to to, to kind of touch on was you are kind of like that because like you started in like the low rider scene mm-hmm. and now you're and it I always feel weird saying scenes and stuff but I I've actually starting to to like tell myself to get more comfortable with it. It is scenes. It's like different scenes. Yeah. So it sounds it sounds a little uh I get it. However. I get it because you know what honestly I I wish everything would commingle. Mm-hmm. Like where I'm from in Canada everything commingles like it because we don't have big enough like a big enough lowrider scene or a big enough this so like you go to a, 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 a show and scene. it's like everything shows up yeah okay there is like a lowrider scene and everybody gathers together but like for a lowrider cruise and you get 50 cars but if you want to go to a bigger show you're gonna have everything there which to me that i love that like that's my favorite thing but yeah it it, it is kind of what it comes down to there's different scenes and well and yeah and like with our with the mini truck scene and we use so we've said this many times before we use a mini truck scene as like a really broad term yeah. because if you go to a mini truck show i would say maybe maybe 50%, maybe a little more than 50% are actual mini trucks. You have yeah. many different cars. So yeah. our scene has always been like that. But but the lowrider scene from and I and I'm coming from a perspective I know nothing about lowriders. Okay. I just admire them. I grew up loving lowriders, so yeah. I admire the the vehicles and the aesthetics of it, but I actually have no idea what happens within that scene. Okay. So um what I'm what I'm saying is is like that scene seems like it is just one thing like they don't really very, very much so you know what i actually in so i have a very different perspective than the average californian um or whatnot because being from canada like i just mentioned like our lowrider scene like we will go out to like anything and everything just because it's not big so we we don't really have the option of staying within ourselves i mean we like i like i mentioned like we do have cruises or cruise nights where like we'll meet up and there'll be like 50 of us and we'll all have a set route and we'll cruise it all together but like coming out here into california there the lowriders don't generally go to other stuff Mm -hmm. which to me is so strange because like i'm out in my car and i'm like oh just show up with this mini truck I'll just show up and people are like, "What the heck is Georgia doing?" And I'm like, "I don't care. Like, I'll just go." People to from like the lowrider scene say that. There, no one specifically said oh, that, this but is I, just the I, vibe I do know that the people are like, "What?" Like, mm-hmm. I I get weird looks sometimes, like not in a bad way, but I get like the look of like, "Oh, what the heck? Georgia brought her car out to this or whatever." Like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, "Yeah, that's just what I do," but um, and what I'm used to. But yeah, I have noticed quite a lot that like. Lowriders generally stick sort of within their own community quite mm, a lot. Their own culture kind of Yeah. Thing. Mm-hmm. But there is so much of it out here that they can. Like, it, there's hundreds of them at one one yeah. thing. So it's like, the and there's, every weekend, there's multiple things to go to. So it's like, why go to this hot rod thing when there's four other lowrider events going on? Right. Where I have people that are doing similar things or whatever, right? So, I mean, I get it, but also I kind of don't get it. We were talking about, for well, I, I guess we have to let so, our audience know, so we had to take a little break, but we're back, and we were just talking about uh, how, like, oh, that's, you were, like, kind of, like, now experiencing 
going from Canada to where a lot of the the scenes are mixed together just because they're small yeah. coming out here. But you know, you just following you on social media and like yeah. watching a lot of stuff you do, you still you mingle out in everything. Like you're you yeah. do, like <laughs> you and Jaime do so much car stuff. Yeah. Like every weekend, <laughs> like I'm like I am impressed. Sometimes I'm it's seriously like, impressed. Actually, I think I have a YouTube video where it was like we went to four car events in mm-hmm. one weekend. Like it was like okay, we're gonna leave here, go here, leave here, go here. Like it was out of control, and we took both vehicles and we're just go, go, go. Because I mean, we're like, why not? Yeah. I mean, just do it. But the funny thing is though that touching back onto like the how the lowrider scene doesn't commingle much with with other scenes. Is that when I first got my mini truck that I'm building, um, and I posted it up and like with a picture, I was all excited about it, and you know we started the build and this and that. I had people comment on it from the lowrider world that were like, "You're not a lowrider anymore." Oh really? And like <laughs> because you're building a mini, like so what? You're they I, were like so what? You're not a lowrider anymore? Like you you're you're building mini trucks? It's not. I'm like, um. It's not like I sold my car. Like it's not like I like. Why can't I like multiple be both <laughs> or, things? Or and, like, and what, why what? does it have to? And that's why we talk about mini trucking as a blanket label rather than like For driving a, a mini yeah. truck. Just because, just because our culture was actually our culture was born out of van culture way back like in yeah. the 70s so like and it was it was from vans and you know it was mini trucks and it was mini trucks for a long time but people just started getting other tastes and rather than saying i don't know how to put it like rather than saying like something else you're just like oh i'm a mini trucker like you grew up yeah. being a mini trucker so that sort of that monocler has kind of like followed you the mm-hmm. whole way even mm-hmm. though like there are guys who haven't driven a mini truck in you know 20 years yeah. Uh, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. And it, you know uh, what? It's amazing to me how many um, people, even that are involved in other things now, whether it be lowriders or hot rods or lead sleds or whatever, C10s, this, that, the other, like everyone has a mini truck story. Like oh, everyone yeah. has like a, I started with this. I had a S10. I had a Toyota. I had a, a, a Nissan, like whatever it is, like, uh, like it, there's always a mini truck related in their sort of, you know, automotive journey. customization like their journey. journey. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I say that a lot. Like it's all about like, yeah, that's when I, like when I say, okay, like, you know, when I talk about like, or like, how did you get started? That's what I'm, I'm saying. Like your journey. That's, that's yeah. what we're talking about is a journey. And you're right. A lot of like, it's a, it's a, almost like a parallel thing. People who like, customized cars no matter what they are started in one of two things either mini trucks or volkswagens yeah every single one of them it's wild (laughs) it's wild like the amount of like oh i had this at one point or i had that at one point or i still have this like but i've just moved on to this that and the other like i mean i feel like custom automotive is like such like a you don't have to be pigeonholed into one category you really don't like I think the the lowrider stuff is like that because lowriding out of all the car cultures or scenes is so f- much so family based. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, very. It's less club. It's very less club based, like mini trucks mm-hmm. or motorcycles mm-hmm. or C10s or Volkswagens, because you can get out of a Volkswagen bug and go do something for ten years and come back to a Volkswagen bug and you're still a Volkswagen guy or whatever. But it seems like if you were a lowrider growing up. And you leave the lowrider community, it's like you're leaving a family behind. Yeah, it's is, and that's what I was kind of like shook on. But you know what? When I, I kind of clapped back and was like, no, like what? Like just because I 
want to build something else doesn't mean that I'm not this, that, or the other still. Like, I'm not involved with the lowrider scene, not, you know, doing lowrider shows anymore. Like, it doesn't mean that I'm not part of that. Like, mm-hmm. just because I'm doing this. And other people were like, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Like, so it's been cool to, to kind of be able to vibe with more people that kind of get that and are on that same sort of mindset, whereas you don't have to, you know, stick to just one thing mm-hmm. or or whatnot. So... Yeah, it it was kind of a little bit rocky. It, not terrible, but like I feel like there's just like some people that are just kind of set in that. I think that's but then you know, now that I think about it, that's like it in every scene cuz there are some people out there who are like die-hard mini truck like unless you drive a mini truck then you are not a mini trucker kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. So, it exists. Yeah. It exists everywhere, you know, yeah. and throughout these conversations that we have every week, I'm learning more and more and I said this in the last episode. I'm learning more and more that there's just so there's so much to it. Like you, it, yeah. you, it's hard to take like a hard stand on things. There's just too many moving parts. There's no. just too many personalities. Yeah, and it's and there's too many and there's too many individual journeys too. It's just like anything else. Like if you have a mini truck, you don't want to. Do you want to build a mini truck for the rest of your life, or do you want to go explore other right. yeah other things? Like if you won a million dollars or won the lotto, are you going to build a mini truck? Are you going to go buy maybe a Ferrari? Like. Every individual is different yeah. too. So. Yeah, there's just tons and tons of yeah. personalities. Yeah. Um, to kind of change the, the the pace or the topic or just dive into something else, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into my list a little bit because <laughs> I want to. I have some things that, that I'm curious about. Okay. And me being me, being who I am, my first question is is uh, you were a punk rocker. You you were into <laughs> punk. Like that fascinates me. So okay. Let, let, okay. Like let, tell me about that. Actually, I posted a video on TikTok. I, and Did that's you what, see it? And, uh, Did so you me, see that's it? what made me write this down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> People and like it it went kind of cr- oh there he came back. Um, it, it kind of went crazy. Cause people were like, what? No. And yeah. But, um, so I, closer. sorry, <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I was like, a. I don't even want to say weirdo. Cause to me it wasn't weird, but I guess the average person would have thought that I was different. Mm-hmm. Um, is that like, like, cause you, you come from like a small town, right? And correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like a small town kind of vibe. So was that being to, like a punk? To be honest, like where I'm from is not like okay, yeah, it's Canada, but like it's like the California of Canada. So, yeah, like, yeah, it's, no, but it's, I mean like your your own community, like yeah, because you, you were telling me that it's like kind of like farmy and kind of very farmy, and- yeah, a little more rural for sure. I yeah, I grew up on a farm on five acres, and like had horses and, and which which part of, which part of Canada was it? Um, I'm just outside of Vancouver in an area called Langley, okay. BC. And so three mm-hmm. hours above Seattle. That's what I usually tell people. It's easy mm-hmm. for them to re- relate it uh, geography-wise. But as we were saying later, some people won't even get that. They'll be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> or Seattle. <laughs> You're like, that's uh, 220 kilometers above. The-. You're like, yeah. that's a- I don't even know yeah. what kilometers. So, yeah. So I kind of grew up always kind of like the, the different kid of the family. So um, I'm the youngest of four. And my sister, who is uh, the closest in age to me, she was kind of like the preppy one. Mm-hmm. And then there was me, who my mom didn't know what to do with because... And you, and you had you yeah, rocking a mohawk yeah, and the whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing. It started out being like, I was obsessed with the idea of being goth. And okay. so oh, I... goth punk. They're, they're well, very close. Yeah. And I remember, like, even in elementary school, I started, like, wanting to, like, do the black eyeliner and the whole thing. And my mom was, like, not okay with it. 
And so by the time I reached like high school, I was like painting my face white, like getting up at it was I was dedicated, like mm-hmm. getting up at six in the morning to paint my face white, put my white contacts in and my black lipstick and the whole works. That's cool. And then as I started like transitioning um, more into sort of that punk sort of culture um, into like my later teens. So then. Yeah, I like my bleached my hair from it being black and everything and, you know, shaved it into a mohawk and had this huge green mohawk and like the patch pants and the vest. And I still have my patch pants. I oh, cannot. Get everybody re- like, still has their battle. Vest. Uh, yeah, I, I have to like they're they're in store. They're really rough, <laughs> <laughs> really rough. Like, oh, gosh. But anyways. Yeah. And so that was just I don't know. I I never I never really partied. I never to this day, I've never even smoked weed before. Like I just, I, I was a super art nerd and I just wanted to express myself within any sort of weird fashion statement. Mm -hmm. And I, I vibed with everybody that went was, you know, sort of within that because it was very accepting. Like, honestly, like it, I fit, I felt like I fit in, like, even though I didn't fit in with like normal sort of quote unquote society, like, I I felt like I fit in with those sort of like misfit type mm-hmm. kids because you know we all like the same music we all kind of did like dressed different did whatever and and didn't really give a crap you know like and, and that's the perfect segue into what I because I often refer to as the mini truck scene because I I am I and it sounds very contrived but I am punk like yeah. I'm a punk yeah and so everything that I do kind of has that punk aspect to it I like doing things mm-hmm. that you know. Um, not, you know, not everybody likes say, the exact same yeah. sentiment as you. And I often refer to mini trucking as very punk rock itself. Yeah. Because I, I I've, agree. I've used this example before. Cause like you can have like a 57 Chevy two door mm-hmm. hardtop that's turquoise and white mm-hmm. and 95% of the people, n- car people and non car people look at them and go like, Oh, that's a beautiful car. Yeah. But you park yeah. a chopped down mm-hmm. Toyota Tacoma that's body <laughs> <Yeah>. dropped and <laughs> with crazy paint. Yeah. Not a lot of people are in like that. And that's why I'm like. Okay, yes. that's why I like it. That's yeah. one of the reasons I like it because I've heard you say that before. That like, uh, and, and this all this came from another one of your TikToks where it was like, um, I, and I, I forgive me if I don't get it exactly how it was, but it was saying something about how the car culture, like where you couldn't fit in anywhere, and the yeah. car culture is where yeah. you found fitting in, and that's again, that's a really punk thing. It's like yeah. you found this group of people who are, are like kind of like on the fringes mm-hmm. and you felt comfortable in there. And that's the thing, like, I and and because people always, like you just mentioned how I, I had said before, like people ask me how, how I got into low riding, like why did I get into low riding? And like like I had mentioned, like I, I was an art nerd and that sort of stuff. And so I took my kind of creative sort of thing and just put it channeled into the sort of the cars and, and, and that's where I kind of vibed with. But it was a lot to do with, with people as well like Mm -hmm. i connected to people and i felt like i was okay being different in the in the automotive world like it was okay to be this that or the other and people just kind of accepted you for whatever you wanted to build or this or that like it it gave me somewhere to fit in when i essentially had nowhere else that i felt like i fit into um i grew up sort of like riding horses and the horse world was was weird because like I would go to stuff and I would be the only one that was tattooed and it was very mm, prim and proper. Mm-hmm. And you I know, could only imagine. <laughs> I was literally like, I, I always, like my ears used to be stretched really big and I, I, I took them out just because of the fact that 
I felt like a like a zoo animal when I was at when oh, I was at a like horse people show. Gawking at people you would stuff. like come up and they'd be like, "Ooh, like can I like put my finger through that?" Like I'd be like, "Please, like, <laughs> please don't do like, that. Like, leave me alone." But like the car world like really just like took me for how I was and was like, "Okay, cool. Like mm-hmm. this is like it. Not that it's been super easy in in the brand and the the sort of channel of stuff that I've wanted to do, but like it did give me somewhere to kind of fit in when I had nowhere else to." Mm-hmm. fit into yeah that's that was the same thing that so my my automotive journey however can try that sounds yeah. <laughs> like it started you know after high school i was i was always into cars i've been into cars my entire life but it was after high school that's when you know uh angie like i've said i've said this before so angie went to college and then uh-huh. i joined a truck club mm-hmm. so that was like my formative years was just being in a truck club because it was the same thing i found that these these group of people who were into these like crazy you know, yeah. cars and like, it didn't matter what you did to them. Mm-hmm. You know, no one, no one like, and, and I don't want to like speak ill of the, the, the low rider world or anything like that, but no one really checks you in the mini truck world. Like mm. you want to paint your mini truck purple. Yeah. That fine. You know, yeah. if you want to put low rider patterns on it, yeah, whatever, yeah. you know, but if I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think, you know, if you took a 64 Impala and painted it, you know, like put mini truck style graphics on it, I think people, yeah, people would lose their, lose their minds. <laughs> <laughs> Can someone out there please do that? That'd be awesome. I can't afford to build another vehicle right now, so please somebody take a '64 Impala <laughs> so, and sick. put mini truck graphics on it <laughs> ASAP. That'd be so. We'll awesome. send you a goodie bag. I don't know, maybe <laughs> a free T-shirt. <laughs> a free to the t-shirt. guy who spends fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> I will no, sponsor you a sticker. No, um, please. That's one of those. Uh, if you if you hit the lotto type thing, right. yeah. I feel like if we hit because the lotto, like, I remember. I remember. Um, I don't know. Fifteen years ago, it'd be like if I hit the lotto, I'd airbag a Lamborghini, and now that's that's a very common thing. So if I hit the lotto now, it's a mini truck graphics on a lowrider. Please, there you go. Let's do please. it. Please, let's do that it. That will be great tour the country with it, making people <laughs> cringe everywhere they go. <laughs> So that I don't know where you want to go with after that, Frank, but I have something here. Go like for it. I, I'm actually like looking over my list and just what we've talked about all kind of melded in together, which, which we're not kinda, done. Yeah. We're not done we're talking. We, we, still have, all over the map. we still have a lot of stuff to talk yeah. about. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I kind of was all over the map here, too. But like the shock of moving or the I don't know if there was a shock, um, but have you did you visit Southern California quite a bit before you moved? I know you didn't because it was covid times, but before COVID. Yeah. Um, so I did, actually, did and I have family that lives down here. So mm. I do have um, like blood family that lives in San Luis Obispo. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, like I had visited down here a lot for like lowrider type stuff, whether it be shows um, and that sort of realm of things. I actually had brought my car down here because I brought it to the lowrider Las Vegas Super Show in 2017. And then brought it over to California after for a couple of weeks, cruised around, and then took it back up to Canada. But, yeah, so I had been down here um, quite a few times. I've traveled a lot, a lot. And um, my original plan was I was thinking about going to Texas, but it just made more sense to come over to California. So, yeah, here there's, I am. Yeah, just, you know, like, the, like we said earlier, you, there's just so much car stuff going on all the time and i think a lot of people like within our scene the mini truck scene a lot of people say like there's no more shows well there's no more mini truck shows there's there's not on the west coast there are it's hard it's there's not a lot but but car stuff yeah 
during the summer, probably literally every night of the week, you could probably be doing something. Yeah. And you know what? On Like, it, it kind of goes for for a lot of sort of these other things too like the lifted truck scene i i you guys have probably seen the ridiculous tahoe that's going on these days in <laughs> our lives so it's so out of <laughs> out of the the realm of stuff that we're used to but there's no lifted things either going on anymore like out this way like that's all like texas. sort of texas and more east mm-hmm. and but it's kind of weird how that truck sort of scene other than obviously like the c10 stuff isn't as west coast as it once sort of was like the, I don't know the, like the, the the lifted truck scene was huge here back I would say prior to the first uh, like 2008 because mm-hmm. when at the forbidden at the forbidden show well, there was always a lot of lifted trucks but yeah nothing like there is in Texas in the South right now and and I don't know why that is but uh yeah it's but weird. It, yeah it seems like lifted lowered whatever unless it's a C10 there's not a lot of truck stuff going out on the on the West Coast. Yeah. These days. Yeah. Well, it's for like the lifted truck. Yeah, like you're saying, the lifted truck stuff. That's definitely like a Texas eccentric yeah. thing. The cool thing, uh, like the Tahoe. First of all, it looks awesome. It looks really <laughs> cool. And I'm not. I'm not really one for that look. But yeah. the cool. What I'm expecting is because. Now I'm sorry. Expecting is a, is is a strong <laughs> word. <laughs> what I'm what I'm. Frank, what thinking you is is like you guys are going to build this this lifted Tahoe that mm-hmm. obviously is like a Texas style, but you guys are going to inject a ton of California style into that thing. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I should let me rephrase this. I'm excited to see, you know, how it comes about because I know that once you guys are done with it, if you took it to Texas, it would not look like all the rest of those trucks out there. Yeah, and you know what? It, it when we were just in Texas, like. A couple weeks back. Oh, my gosh. Almost a month ago now. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was the... What was that called? Summer Trucking Nationals. Okay, yeah. And, yeah, the the lifted stuff out there is crazy. Like, it it's it's so big out there. But, yeah, what, what we're planning on doing is, is very... I don't want to say it's very different, but it is different. It's well, different yeah, from yeah, what's that, out yeah. here, though. Honestly, you drive that thing down the highway... And people are like, "What incarnation is mm-hmm. going on?" Yeah, like, you don't see that. Look, you that don't see it at big all. Big lift, big you know, big billet wheels. Like you yeah, don't see that. Yeah, you don't see it at all. And so, it's it's kind of crazy. It's very different. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, definitely putting our own little flair of this, that, and the other. It's not done. So if any of y'all have seen it, there's my Texas. There you go, y'all. And if y'all <laughs> have seen it on uh-huh. on the interwebs. Um, it still has more things to, to go before it's, it's actually going to be going to SEMA in, in, uh, November. So that's cool before it hits there. One of my favorite things about like, and like with your car and like Hymas truck, one of my favorite things is when people build, uh, build vehicles and their personalities are like injected into oh, it. Oh yeah. And like, I, I always use Hymas truck as an example cause I've known Hymas for so long. Yeah. But I definitely see with your car too. Like yeah. your car is definitely your personality in, in a vehicle. So that's what I'm saying. Like. If someone, if if like a shop were to build a pretty generic looking truck, you just yeah. come up with a pretty generic looking truck. But taking two people who are like, who know how to inject their personality into something and building yeah. a vehicle, it's gonna it's gonna be very impressive. Yeah, you. So, um, we keep going back and forth these days about like 
are we wrapping it? Are we painting it? Like, what are we doing? And then it turns into, well, I, I think we should do it like this. And he's like, nah, maybe we'll do it like that. And it so back, I was back and forth oh, going on. I like, could also see that. But like the personality yeah. like, of like. <laughs> I like, could also see that. It's all fun to date a car girl until you date a car girl. And then they have their own opinions about what you're building. Yeah. I didn't think like, about that. Like, the, the, the like, conflict. When of, you're both arguing about what's yeah. wrong with the vehicle on who's right. Like. <laughs> I didn't think times. of that. Yeah, I didn't think of that, but that's a yeah. good that's a good point. <laughs> now that yeah, what do you guys what's the biggest difference between you two? Um, oh my gosh. You know what? We're 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 quite similar in a lot of in a lot of ways. But like sometimes I wanna do things more loud and he wants to do things more subdued. Mm. Um, which is funny because you look at our vehicles currently, like uh, the truck both, and yeah, the car. Both very and, loud. It's, and it's yeah. opposite almost. Like my truck my my car is more oh. subdued than mm-hmm. his truck is mm-hmm. it's very loud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like we're kind of a little bit the opposite that way. Um but maybe that's maybe that's maybe that's because you were saying like you can't be that loud in the mini truck or in the lowrider scene with the way you want to be loud. Yeah. So you're going to oh, put that yeah. into yeah. the other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Point. For sure. For sure. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of that sense. That does make sense. Yeah. So, I and I feel like we, I mean, we just go back and forth on colors right now. It's hard with the, the Tahoe because it's essentially being built as a, um, to be marketed as like a tow vehicle. Oh, okay. Um, and so... We're like, oh, like, do we do it to match my car? Do we do it to match your truck? Because it's not like his truck has any red on it or my car has any green on it. So mm-hmm. it's like, and then I'm like, we can't do it red and green. What's it going to look like? Christmas? Yeah, Christmas. Like, <laughs> that's like, the first thing I thought of. <laughs> like, no, we can't do that either. So, yeah, it, that's the whole thing. We're like, oh, what do we do? But, yeah, we'll get there. We'll figure yeah, it out. I, I- I say murals of each of you driving your cars on the back. Oh <laughs> yes, like the little stickers. <laughs> like oh, yeah, like the, well, like the cart like the cartoons that you get drawn. Yeah, at we a, we could just get them. At like a museum. They have parts. those. We have, have you seen them. Have stickers? you seen them? No. Oh, oh my oh, they're great. gosh, they're so cool. Well, yeah, well, I, I don't know. Fall. Whoa. We're good. We're good. <laughs> I lean on the table I and I almost had a Frank moment. <laughs> I don't know if we're ready to go down that. <laughs> I don't know if we're ready to go down that that rabbit hole yet or not. Anytime I fall, I'm going to uh, I'm going to relate it to uh, I just had a Frank like I just a Frank moment happened. Like just I I hope that turns into some sort of like verb. I just I just did a Frank. I just did a Frank. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know if we're if we want to go down that. Um, I was just going to kind of follow up on the SoCal Canada thing with two with two things. One, what do you miss about Canada, if anything? And two. Is there has there been any kind of shock with actually living for this now long period of time in Southern Cal or California in general? Um, I miss a lot of things about Canada. It makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of things. Um, you know what? I I miss. No offense, California, but you got too many people here. We were just talking about that before the podcast. Driving started. on the highway. Y'all need to go home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Park the your one cars thing about, so uh, I can drive properly. <laughs> the one bad, terrible thing about California is the terrible public transportation. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah, so everyone's got to drive. Yeah. We were just talking about that before the podcast started. How I'm like, get off like, the streets. <laughs> I live, you know, if I got on the freeway with no traffic, I could be down here in 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. But it could be an hour and a half. And... We were, we were literally just talking about that, how yeah. California, Southern California specifically, is just a car-centric place. Like, yeah. you just, mm. you have to drive everywhere. Yeah. You have to be they, comfortable well, they, driving. Yeah, they, they didn't build it uh, with, so with uh, like, public transportation and or other means of transportation in mind. 
Um, there was a podcast I was listening to, The Smoke and Tire, and they were talking to somebody about specifically about that, about just how other cities are built around public transportation and around other things, and it works so much better. Mm-hmm. And Southern California was not. 100%. Did you, did you, you remember that movie, Roger Rabbit? Yes. That was a documentary. That wasn't. <laughs> you remember that movie? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, it it that's like I honestly like I miss the the lack of people and the space and that sort of stuff. Mm. I definitely miss the green. Like it mm-hmm. like the greenery mm-hmm. back home it is it's unbeatable. Like and the it being very fresh and whatnot. Um and you know what? I used to complain about the rain all the time, but now I kind of miss the rain. <laughs> like it, yeah, it rained a lot no rain back here. home, but now yeah. it like it hasn't rained in a few months, and I'm like, what? Where? What? Ha- like, where is this? Like, why is it sunny the, again? The, the green will come back with the rain too. Yeah. Like I remember, I used to live in Hemet, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you've ever been to Hemet, but uh, we were driving. My buddy was uh, over from Australia, and we were driving between the two fifteen and Hemet, and he goes. It's so green. It reminds me of like Hawaii. I said this. That's I've never heard someone say that. Yeah, that is. That <laughs> is yeah, in is California, that. you're like what? Yeah, the hills will turn green again. It's yeah, just but then that, but then like that, that only for a little while because yeah. it only lasts because I I miss green living in Arizona from California. So mm-hmm. that shows you how brown it is out here. Mm-hmm. Oh goodness, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's a lot of desert. I hate the rain. Yeah, I I absolutely loathe the rain, and then when it rains the the once or twice a year it does rain here, I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the other day it looked only, like it was going to rain. You only hate the rain because you live on a dirt road. That is true. <laughs> that, that is that is true. Yeah, that's you, that's not so mini trucking custom vehicle of you. You know, I I admit it. I'm gonna I'm gonna put, I'm gonna out myself. <laughs> outing ourselves this because whole that's sometimes <laughs> i won't drive the forerunner because like i'm like i gotta walk because I, I have to wash it thing. i can't like wash it and put it away no and then like okay yeah it's clean let's go no it's it's gonna every time i gotta wash it yeah so. no i get that's it me. my my old <laughs> oh, did my, I just, uh, my, oh yeah when i lived in Sorry, uh in canada my my driveway was gravel and so if it rained which it rained all the time like we had good drainage but like it was a whole thing to you got to drive nice and slow just in case like <laughs> my, my road if it rains really good i mean i i can't really describe it because it just it's, it's lakes it's lakes it's oh, lakes no. of of yeah, anyway I don't, I don't know if anybody if i don't know if anybody's seen because every once in a while i'll post up like an instagram story of me drive my tractor <laughs> fixing <laughs> fixing my road i feel like we need more of those videos mm. See, that's the content see, see, we, we really do. want. Yeah, Frank. We need more he hasn't come around. Content. He hasn't come around to that yet. He has not come around to that yet. Can but he put, will come around. I feel to, like you, you should put wheels on your tractor. You I know, mini just like mini it. truck the tractor. Yeah, graphics, bro. <laughs> come yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Well, enough of my dirt road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> graphics on the tractor, please. I'm begging you. Anyways. So, do you want to go down that road of uh, the whole social media thing and oh god and all that, Frank? Would yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, as much as you you know want to talk about because you you kind of touched on it, but we don't know exactly you know how how much detail you want to go into. But you've had some you know uh, problems with with accounts and stuff like that. Oh, okay. And so, I, and I I have that's a kind of a two part thing here, and you can kind of keep this in the back of your mind too. Um, while going through these issues. Do you have advice for anyone else that may go through them later? 
Yes. Okay. So when it came to Instagram, it definitely, it threw me for a huge loop because it, it blew up so, it blew up quick and it, it did really well and it was doing awesome and it helped really push the business and sales and all that kind of stuff. But it also, um, it, and it also just made it so extra devastating when things went, went bad. Um, so anyways, backstory, uh, October of last year, I guess it would, yeah, October, um, my, I had a big account. It was get rounding its way to 200,000 followers. It, the engagement on it was incredible. Um, and all of a sudden it just went down. And so immediately, like I had a, had a second Instagram account that was just for my business. So I just posted up like the shirts and stickers and, and reshared other people's stuff on it as well. So like when they had posted like their stuff that they had got anyways. So I went to that account and was like trying to let people know that my account went down. Um, and I immediately started getting messages on that account from a random anonymous accounts saying, Hey, we took your account down. Wow. Someone paid us to get it taken down. And it was like multiple accounts. Like I'm not talking like five accounts. I'm talking like 20, 30 accounts, like all messaging me being like, we were part of this. It's all, it's like a dark, wow. it was like a dark web Whoa. sort of ring thing. It was like really crazy. And so, and they're like, they were like, kind of like mocking me being like, don't worry, we're going to take down the next one too. We're going to get the next one too. And I was like, what the heck is going on? So I was just like blocking them like left, right and center. Like, cause I didn't know, um, necessarily like what else to do other than that. Um, and long, so I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm just, I'm going to continue to run off of my, it was, it was, my original account was called Georgia, and then my second account was called Georgia Limited, so Georgia Lid. And so I was, I was like, okay, I'm just going to run off the Georgia Lid account. And it was doing okay, and then in less than a month, so in November, uh, it went down. And the same thing happened. So then I made a whole new account because I was like, okay, well, I guess that's all I can do. And, like, when this this was happening, like, it was just, like, the sales on my account were plummeting. Like, people weren't finding me again. Like, it was becoming, like, a whole thing. And so I made the the third account, which was Georgia Aaron, um, all together as one word. And I was like, okay, I'm going to run off this account, yada, yada, yada. And at this point, then, I was still trying to get my old account back. I was submitting all these appeal forms Nothing was happening. It just kept telling me like that they were looking into it and nothing nothing would happen. And and eventually so some someone I knew messaged me and they're like, Hey, my account went down. I'm I used this guy. He helped me get mine back. I paid him. And I was like, Okay, cool. Got a hold of this guy. Paid him five hundred dollars. Whoa. My account went back up. And I was like, Okay, I got my account back. This was like mid December of 2021, and I was like, okay, we we have a ba- the backup account is the the Georgia Aaron that I made in December, and then I never got the Georgia Limited account back, but I have my main Georgia account back, and I was like, amazing, this is incredible, you know, it's good. 
I had it for two weeks and it went down again. <laughs> so I went back to using my third account and I was like, you know what? Cool. Like, I'm just going to run, run with this. Like, it is what it is. Um, so this was in January and it, it was steadily starting to grow again. People were finding the account again. And then it went down in May. And so then at that point, I was like, I was at like a complete loss. I was like, I don't, I don't even know what to do at this point. Um, and I went to go appeal it to see if I could get that account back at least. And it said that they took my, that account down for impersonating somebody else. Which was yourself. <laughs> yes. So I sent in my ID and my passport and everything. They will not give me the account back. So now I have made a fourth account. But in doing so, I also went and I got a whole new phone. So I have a new IP address mm -hmm. and everything. Um, and knock on some sort of wood, it's been going okay. Mm -hmm. um, that being said, big advice to anybody who's dealing with anything or is just involved in branding or your own business or anything like that, um, not even necessarily having backup Instagram accounts, but making sure you have tabs on, you know, have a Facebook account, have a, have a TikTok um, start creating a newsletter for your brand. Oh. So mm -hmm. through your website, like make sure people are signing up to your newsletter. Don't bombard them with messages, but like when these things happen, then you have a source to send them out. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it, it's really just helpful to just try and utilize as many options as you can within your social network, just because it's, it's important. Like social media right now controls 90 like i want to say 90 percent of our advertising like you yeah. nobody watches tv anymore nobody listens to the radio anymore like people go on social media and they scroll every day mm -hmm. so that's yeah. where you market all your stuff that's what controls so much so so much of everything but honestly like it's to me it's it's really unfortunate that these companies don't have a face or any sort of customer service for mm -hmm. you know businesses that essentially run off of them but yeah it was um my youtube channel got demonetized completely because of a mistake that i made and it, four months it was gone so i lost quite a bit of money oh and my gosh just time and everything like that but um one thing that like me and we frank always talk about is like not putting all your eggs in one basket mm -hmm. like 100 not relying like i remember vine when it vine came yes. out the seven second videos yes. and so many of those there's so many of those people when Vine got shut down, they were like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. This is all I know to do. Mm -hmm. So like a website is so important because if you can get filter everyone back to a website, mm -hmm. then if, if something does fall down yep. or get shut off or because at any point in time, YouTube could get turned off. Instagram can get turned off or what, yep. you see what they're doing now with changing the way Instagram is is being pushed. Yeah. And, so, and it, it, it's just crazy. Like, so I want to say... The same year, so last last year, at the beginning of the year, like, I used to hate on TikTok, like, so much. Like, I used <laughs> uh -huh. to be like, you'll catch me in jail before you catch me on TikTok. <laughs> like, yes. I used mm. to just hate on it. And then I started reading about marketing, and it was like, utilize every free outlet that you mm -hmm. can, like, because, you know, you have to keep up with the way things are. And so I got on TikTok, and it took off, and I was so thankful that I did, because when everything came to a halt 
on Instagram, I had something that was backing me up that I could be like, hey, guys, just so you know, if you're on here and you used to follow me on there. The thing that was really frustrating, I think, was because my accounts went down so many times, people were really having a hard time keeping up with Mm. with chasing the accounts Mm. like when the new one and the new one and the new (laughs) one. So it did really and it still has really affected business. But you know what? You can't you can't just like let that you know yeah and it and going it. back to the fact of like w- wishing there was a person that you could just call and talk to at these places mm-hmm. um they there is that side of it where they are offering this free service yeah that we're all taking advantage of and making money on mm-hmm. and so as millions of other people so it's got to be like tough to even manage that but like like you said, get on. Everything's free, so yeah. take advantage of as much as you yeah. can. Because if something, I, anytime, happen, you can, like anytime, any kind of new platform comes out, I always try to get yeah. our name out there because you don't know. You like don't I, know. I have a Twitch. Like I don't know anything yeah. about Twitch, but I might. Yeah. And it's funny that you said that about uh, uh, TikTok. Like you, you were kind of anti TikTok, and yeah. But me too, because I think yeah. we're all like that. I think people, who, uh, 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 and I'm not trying to put anybody out there, but of a certain age. Like you just yeah. go, you just go like, well, that's not my, that's, yeah. that's for young people. That's not for yeah. me, yeah. but it's, but it's not, it, eventually everything comes around. Cause like I tell people, even now I tell people, um, I'll tell them like, Hey, you know, are you, are you on TikTok or, you mm. know, talk about TikTok and they're like, Oh, I'm not on TikTok. And I go, you will be. Yeah. But that's the thing. Yeah. Like you will be because, uh, and TikTok right now is the largest, uh, social media outlet right now. And that's why Instagram and Facebook are pushing reels because they can't yeah. keep up with TikTok. <laughs> and the algorithm yeah, on they, TikTok is great. You respond to a comment on TikTok. People comment on your stuff on TikTok. It shows mm-hmm. that there's lots of engagement. So they put your, your content out more. It doesn't have it's engagement. It's really good at that. We were talking about that last episode. Yeah, so if you spend more than two or three seconds watching something, they're yeah. like, oh, you like it? Okay, here you okay, go. Okay, we're going to put it out to more people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas like on Instagram, you can... You can have a zillion comments and it, it's still not, you know, pushing things out as much as it should be They're, they They want to show you yeah. what they want to show you. But yeah, like those those things out there. Out, you know what? Actually, I did manage to get a hold. I I pushed really hard to try and get my accounts back. So like I I sourced out any sort of option and, and sat and I researched forever. I finally got a hold of somebody at Facebook. Um, like an actual person? Like an actual person. Oh, wow. I got on a call wait list. And then they called me from their head office, and then they told me they could not help me with Instagram. <laughs> so yeah, they were like, "We don't, we we have we have nothing to do with Instagram." I was like, oh. "You know," but you know what? I did it through their business portal, and then I like went into like their ads department, and like I put it through so that I spent money on an ad. So oh. that I became a customer, essentially. Oh, I see. Yeah. And then yeah. I was like, I like was trying to like work the system to try and like get Facebook, through the cracks. Do you have do you have a Facebook like fan page, like a like page? I do, yes. So that is that that platform, a part of Facebook, has been a mess. Oh, it's still a mess. Ten, ten years. It is I just have it linked to my Instagram. Yeah. So whatever I post on Instagram yeah. goes there. But if you go and I'll go to my that that page and it's just like you have twelve things to do before it's finally yeah. set up, right. and, and it's just I'm just like this is I don't even know what's going on right here, so I just leave it alone. Like right. that, I, I hope Facebook can fix that because Facebook right now to me is almost like a dead. It's just mm-hmm. like sitting there in this confused space mm-hmm. between everything. So right now, too, I'm not sure if you you know, 
also, so Facebook has this new thing where they, it's called bonuses, and then they've added mm-hmm. in subscriptions, and they've added in stars I've, I've, to try I've and push people um, putting out content on it. So you can, um, people can send you stars, and it, it, it's equivalent to like dollars or cents or whatever. People can subscribe to your page for whatever you, dollar amount you set it at. Or you can earn their bonuses on your reels depending on how many views you get. Now, a friend of mine had said, like, get on to these real things. But it has to be through your business page. It can't just be through your regular page. Mm -hmm. It has to be through your business page. Mm -hmm. Um, And then if you meet their bonuses, like if you meet their, um, like, however many views they want you to get they give you a bonus set amount of money and they'll be like, okay, you he just get... did that. Yeah. So, so, but on is... Instagram though, oh, it's, yeah. Instagram does it too. Isn't so it the same Facebook thing? Like Instagram, one, yeah. It's meta or whatever. Yeah. So this, this guy I know, he, the first t- time he did it, he got like 500 bucks. He was like, great. Set it. And he, he's kind of big in the truck world. So like people follow him anyways. But anyways, the second time he does it, they want him to get, X amount of views. He, yeah. He hits the mark. They paid him 12 grand. Whoa. Yeah. And so uh, he was like, you need to get on this. So here's the kicker. I look into it and getting on it, they're only paying Americans and I am Canadian. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. So I am not on the I need you to sign I need you to sign up for this. I'm like, I'm like, can somebody please put their banking info into my Facebook, please? And then split the money with me. No, I'm kidding. But seriously, like, it's 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 wild. But like and it's actually the same thing with TikTok. I can't um I don't qualify for the creator portal thing like they just recently let me go on to the a different part of the portal that they just opened up to the rest of the world to get advertisers that want to work with you but like the actual views per dollar thing i don't qualify for because i'm canadian wow which is crazy it's so interesting you're like talking about all this stuff because now i realize i have no idea what's going on (laughs) (laughs) well yeah the creator phone like like, i'm oh this is really foreign to me I'm only like 400 uh, people away from being uh, eligible for the creator fund on TikTok. Oh, really? And they have, they have like throttled me down. I was getting all this stuff, and then like it hit 9,400 and just stop. I'm just like, did you have to get to like 10,000 or something? 10,000, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was talking, I forgot who the other day about how much you get paid, like the pennies you get paid mm-hmm. per every thousands of views and stuff. So. It's uh, I found it's definitely a tough thing to do. I found I found out, and you probably already know this, but like when you do the lives and people like give you gifts, yeah, like that's money. Yeah, dude. Like the other day, yeah. I, 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 found I made twenty dollars like, on my live. I was just here packing orders, talking to people, and they were like, <laughs> "Yeah," Ooh. and then they like yeah. put a little cowboy hat and a mustache oh, on I me, and that. I'm like, "Hey, I know, thanks. I'm so fascinated <laughs> by that." Should we do the drop live or what? You think people will give us money? Yeah, um, maybe. Who yeah. knows? Hey, I have a friend who mm. who was just. Like she doesn't have very many followers at all, uh-huh. and she just went on live and was like doing some screen printing, and yeah. she made like forty five bucks. Heck so yeah! I'm like, yeah. yeah. So people maybe support the cause. <laughs> maybe like why and not? People also want to. They also want to interact. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I you know that, what? It's funny. Like people on my live all the time, they like to go on and just comment where they're from. So I'll just be like, "What's up, Houston? What's up, wherever?" Mm-hmm. Like they'll just constantly be just. They just type in where they're from on the bottom. I'm like, okay, sure. Like I'll shout you out. I don't care. But like, yeah, yeah it, but you know what I did learn, too, is that 
doing the live thing, that's great. Doing the, you know, the sort of the regular stuff where you can get, you know, advertisers or this or that. But being on the actual creator fund and portal on TikTok will really mess with your engagement and your views, apparently. So oh, really? my profile personally on TikTok is set as a personal. It's not set as a really as a like it like it is a creator, but like it's not like a business. It's not a um, like set into that creator fund thing because um, apparently it really like it'll plummet your views. Do you think it's because like yeah. now that they're like financially have yeah. an incentive? They're they like, want mm, you to work harder. Yeah. They, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. To, to get stuff. So and yeah, because once they once you get a little bit of a taste of something, that's what Facebook did with their like pages years ago. Is once you get a taste of that, those fans, yeah, then they throttle it back, yeah, uh-huh. and then you have to, yeah. But I was going to say on the on the keeping it a personal page versus a business page. Do you think there's more opportunity to make money branding, like versus the creator fund, like relying on views? I think so. Yeah, you know what? Because m- myself right now, as uh, like well. I mean, I can't get the creator fund, so that's like out of the question. Yeah. But so I maybe my opinion is hindered. But the I get hit up by brands that come yeah, to me yeah, and they're like, say, "Hey, like, we want you to make a video about this, that, or the other. We're mm. willing to pay you X amount of dollars. Can you get it done by this time? And then yeah. can you yeah, yeah. can you tell us what you're gonna make? And we're gonna chat about what we need it to do or what you need to say in it or whatever." And that sort of thing is, I personally find where it's more valuable. Yeah, because you could make X amount of dollars doing that yeah. and get more views versus X, the creator fund where you're just trying to pump content out to get these. And if they're throttling the views back to where you, they want you to create more content, yeah. then uh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. You know, everything that I've looked into and from my, my personal experience and like when you like if you were starting something from nothing and you want to start a YouTube channel mm-hmm. and you start researching like how to start a YouTube channel, uh, the big consensus of opinion is, is don't try to go after those like those dollars from these, no. these you know, these uh, social media platforms, because those are hard to come by. Yeah. It's when you start having merchandise and working yeah. with other brands and stuff like yeah. that. That's where, you know, the. That's where you're actually going to benefit the most from it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that and that kind of like to kind of like tie it all back together is like, when did when did you, when did you like realize that like you were going to go have a brand? Because you you said you said earlier that you don't really consider yourself a model. Like no. you're not really a model. You're just running this brand. Was there like a certain point where you thought like, okay, yeah, definitely like I need to go down this path to start this brand? Um, honestly, so. Like prior to doing this, I was like working like three jobs and like doing this on the side. And there was days where I was like, oh, like I'm I what am I doing? Like I need to stop doing this. This is ridiculous. What what am I doing with myself? And but opportunities kept coming up and it kept kind of snowballing and stuff was taking off with with social media and this and that. But um, realistically, like it was when people like when I was really feeling like people were vibing with what I was doing. Mm -hmm. That's what really kind of like made me kind of realize like okay like this is this is working like this is this is this is going in the direction that I wanted to so um when the last job where I was employed by someone else I was working in an auto body shop and so I ended up losing that job because of like there was like a covid like lack of work anyways I got laid off and it was like December 
And I was like, okay, it's the end of this year. So January, I'm like, what am I doing? And then I was like, you know what? Like, let's just try and do it. Let's see what happens. What's the worst that can happen? Like, I just go back and I find a, a, I'm going to have to find a job anyway. So like, let's just give it a go. And it just like, I put everything into it and I just never look back. I was like, this is, this is it. And so from there I was like, okay, well, I have all this knowledge too of what I'm doing. Like I can use it to do my mentor stuff kind of have that going a bit only take on as much as I could so I took on three mentoring clients and um, was working oh, this with was them. like when you were doing like the fitness thing no no I was mentoring like other people in their own branding and business oh I see so okay. I have like a little thing called G by G I'm currently not taking on anyone just because I'm too overwhelmed with my own stuff mm. as it is but I was helping like um a, like a few with like I had like I mentioned I had three with their own brands and their own business and how to market their own social media and how to do whenever stuff uh, with sponsors and whatever it is. Yeah. Whenever you're ready to take on two more, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, th- I might do, I might start taking on new, new people in January. So, so yeah, I, in, it, it was kind of like a, a whole process to just take on people because I would interview people before I took them on just because I wanted to make sure that we vibed right. Yeah, yeah, they, that, that they you, you want to believe in their brand about, too. About what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I, don't, I don't need a client that I can just talk to during the week. I, I, don't, I don't care. Like, if you just want to talk to me like that, no, thank you. Like, are you serious about your shit, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but... So within doing that and then my own, my own business and brand, I was like, okay, like let's continue and like, and keep moving this forward. And it just, as it just kind of started snowballing and just kept going and going. And I was like, okay, like it's, it, we're doing the things like, yeah. And it just kept going. So yeah. yeah. And the, your brand is cool. And like you got, I, I love the keep cruising tagline. Like yeah. that, that will, that's sort of like, so when we started our brand, way back in the beginning, we were called BST clothing, mm-hmm. which, which was blood, sweat, tears clothing. And I made the mistake of making it too vague. Yeah. And after a while it started not working. So that's why we came up with like custom life. Cause custom life, you know, it's a very versatile name. You can do yeah. a lot of different things with it. And then, and keep cruising is also mm-hmm. so versatile. I, yeah. I really dig it. Like it could be low riding or hot riding or mini trucking. Like yeah. it's, it's a very versatile, you know, yeah. like, so is it, would you say that is your brand? Like, honestly, like between that and just like the Georgian name is like, has been kind of the brand like Mm -hmm. and um for anyone that's starting a brand when you're doing something like that like pick something and stick with it don't bounce Mm -hmm. around Mm -hmm. either whether or not you feel like at some point you're like oh this is like i don't know maybe i should change it like just stick with it and like ride it out give it a fair chance um but like even so the keep cruising thing came from like back when i like first was working like as a, like a model, I guess you could say I had posters at this event and like, I was like, I was like, I don't want to just sign my name on it. I was like, keep cruising on everything. I just started putting, keep cruising on everything. And to this day. So like every time a small order goes out, I write a card. It says, keep, I write, keep cruising in it. I sign it and it goes out. But like, it's always just been something that's stuck. And so it just has, has worked. And it's always kind of been a good sort of motto through the whole thing too, is because Honestly, like, what else are you going to do? It's also, like, super positive, too. Like, yeah, keep cruising, like, keep yeah. moving forward. Keep moving keep, forward. Keep creating. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's cool. It's, almost That's like, really yeah. cool. It, it's almost like the tagline. Because anytime I've ever, like, you were ever brought up in conversation, it was Georgia, 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 Georgia. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So when you say, hey, do you know Georgia? You're the first person that pops up when you hear that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the keep cruising is like the, like a good, like a tagline. Yeah, it works as like a nice, it's like a little slogan, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but well, and, and like we have something similar, like we're custom life, but we mm-hmm. always do like live life custom. Yeah. So, you know, we, we have something similar to that or like custom I, for Vida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything. Yeah. Yeah. You need to talk to Georgia. She'll <laughs> yeah, tell you on. how to do yeah, it. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> well, need to, you I already need have to get a, something I con- going. I concocted a plan in my head while you two were talking. Uh, so oh, perfect. She, we we just want you to um, consult the drop with Frank and Brian, so that we okay. get a two we get a two for one. So you're not consulting no. <laughs> like and grinding TV. You're just consulting just the alert. drop, and then we'll take those notes to the to our perfect. perfect. You guys need a slogan too. Then what the heck? Um, well, yeah, it's yeah. it's the drop, the Frank, the Frank drop. Frank drops all time. He just falls on <laughs> Fall, falls <laughs> off the chairs. Down. Like I feel like that could be a sticker. Like you could do like you falling off a chair and you. Oh, we're definitely going to do some sort like, of merch. Yeah, really you need a whole sort of merch way. line with you falling off a chair. Um, you know, one thing that I'm noticing throughout this conversation that, you know, it's it's sort of tying your whole personality together, which is, you know, you talked about being uh, getting out there on social media and keep, you know, creating content. Yeah. You talked about, you know, if you run into adversity, like, you know, losing your accounts and stuff like that, bouncing right back into it. Keep cruising, keep moving forward. Like that's it's such a great like uh, um like the the aura of it's so great. Like everything about it is 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 basically just don't give up. Just keep doing it 100%. over and over and over and over. Hundred percent. Like my I've basically tying back into the whole punk rocker conversation is I've lived my entire life with the with the thought in my head of like I don't want to be ninety years old one day going what if like mm-hmm. my mom used to oh, always sure. ask me she'd be like why do you dress like this I'm like because I don't want to be. 80 and wish that I at one point in my life had a mohawk like mm-hmm. I'm gonna have mm-hmm. it now so like I I just you gotta keep doing the things you gotta keep pushing forward you gotta keep you know the momentum going you gotta keep and, and do the things that you wanna do because I mean why not yeah like, I so think I'll, that's I'll, like i oh, sorry go ahead Frank I think that's like our whole being call it a lowrider scene, call it a mini truck, whatever scene you want to call it. I think that is the whole point is just do what makes you happy yeah. and just, and just keep doing that thing. Hell yeah. Cause if you don't do it, then you're right. You're just going to be like, man, I wish I would have done that. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, just try. That's all it takes. Try. Yeah. And I kind of was going to say like, so what's the future hold? What do you want to do? Do you want to, is there countries, other countries you want to visit? I mean, what are your plans? Oh my essentially? gosh! I know. I want to. I want to. I want to go everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's for sure. I want to travel. I do want to travel more, um, whether that's n- near or far in the future. We'll see. Mm. Um, but for right now, pushing the brand, reaching as many people as possible, connecting with many as many people as possible. Um, it's really cool for me to just even connect with people on their own people coming up and being like, Hey, I'm, I'm working on this or like my daughter is inspired now to, to work on a car or this or that. Like that's, that's, that's really cool. So cool to me. Mm-hmm. So doing that sort of stuff. But I eventually, um, the, my, my ultimate plan of, uh, not to give away the ending mm-hmm. is my, my model stuff is going to, to fade out. That's, that or I or come to a complete close at some point, whether I decide to announce an ending. I you know what, to be honest with you, I have tried to announce an ending since twenty sixteen. <laughs> I started and I, I wrote my first this is my last year modeling post in twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. And then people kept being like, Well, we wanna take you here. And I was like, Oh yeah. okay. Now, is, it's hard to say no. Is that there so, a reason is there a reason for that or do you just know eventually 
you have to do something different? Um, I just know that, like, I, I feel like I just, I want to. Not that I, I never want to be in front of a camera again, yeah. but I feel like there's more... There's a lot more to me. That's why I try and tell people that I'm not a model because I essentially am a car girl that just got roped into a bunch of cool opportunities, you know? Yeah. And, uh, like, I only got in front of a car because I had a car. Like, kind yeah, of thing, I have you that know? written like, down because, like you said uh, in the OLP thing, that, that you got into modeling by kind of accident. Like, yeah. Because like it was your car being featured. And then yeah, they're like, hey, do you want to model? And they're exactly. like, yeah, Exactly. Sure. And so, like, it, it never was my really intention for this to get as crazy as it did. Um... And originally when I was, I was like, oh, I'm going to, once I get into Lowrider magazine, like that'll be the end. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I was 22, I got into Lowrider magazine and then they were like, actually, we want to take you to Chicago and we want to take you. I was like, okay. Yeah. Like, how do you like, turn that how down? How do I You're say like, no? Sure. Like, oh, I've never would have been able to give my own, myself these opportunities. And, and so I, I just started running with it. So then I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to quit modeling by the time I, when I turn 25, I don't want to be over 25 and still doing this. And then it just kept, continued to snowball, and here I am five years later. I'm, at, mm -hmm. I'm 30 now. It's always and hard to say, you know, give yourself ultimatums or something yeah, like that. I like, try you just like, sort of, like, it just, be fluid and just, like, yeah. see how things pan out. Because, exactly. like, as, as easy as you sort of, like, fell into it, you could just easily as fall out of it, you know? 100%. But, but, the, but the things that you're creating and the things that you're building are such a great foundation to move forward. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not... And forgive me if like yeah. overstepping my boundaries or anything like that, but like you're not, you're not saying, well, I'm I'm just a model. Yeah, I'm 100%. only gonna model. Yeah, you know, you're building a a, a really cool brand, and you're building a something that can continue and build and go forward. Yeah, and keep cruising. Yeah, heck yeah, heck yeah. That's the point, right? That's the point. I, keep cruising. I, I, yeah. So, um, like I said, like not to give away the whole ending, but I mean. Yeah, it's, I'll, it's, it's I'll just, be doing. I'll I'll probably end up. Can, I no, I I know I will continue with the mentoring stuff, and do that as like a main in the future, um, as well as many other things as you know things change and evolve and move forward. I I, th I think the mentoring thing is so important because, I mean, I'm 45, so I grew up without the internet and then was introduced to the internet and social media and. And people my age, if you found out what to do and what not to do, and then now there's mm -hmm. pe now there's the kids growing up or growing up with the internet, and you mm -hmm. al they almost need um, to know what to do and what not to do. Mm -hmm. If that mm -hmm. just in general, even if you're not going to make the so social media or whatever a part of your job or life or mm -hmm. whatever, but just in life in general, people need to know that whatever goes on the internet never. Even if you deleted. I have two daughters. And you know what? The yeah. the amount like, I I I could teach people from the mistakes that yeah. I have made. Yeah. Because people want to come to me all the time and be like, "Oh, you're 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 this or you're great or you're that." But I'm like, I've made a lot of mistakes. Like mm. I've done some dumb stuff. Like honestly, and like I can look back and not that I I want to say that I regret things because I don't like to regret anything. Um, but I I definitely would have done certain things maybe a bit differently mm. or whatnot. Um, but that's all, it's all in the learning experience. Yeah, you but wouldn't so, know that unless you did it. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, if I can go and I can help someone else learn from my mistakes, like, why not? Like, mm -hmm. or, I mean, even just the, like, little tips and tricks and things like that that I've learned along the way to make, you know, their experience in their own brand so much easier. Like, mm -hmm. it it's, you know, can make a night and day difference. So, yeah, because yeah. yeah, that's really cool. Just learning the basics will help you 
learn the more advanced settings, I guess you would say, if you're going to... 100%. You know, the basics are here's social media, here's your personal Instagram, if you're, and here's what to do, what not to do. Don't tweet this or don't talk like this. And then if you're going to... The advanced settings are be like what you do now, which is make mm-hmm. money on the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, really cool. Yeah. Right on. So uh, was that it? Are we winding down? Yeah, my, yeah. I think uh, <laughs> now that we've chatted for like a, a million years, I know, I, everyone's I, bored of you, me. Where are you at right now? Like, what's it, what time you got? Uh, oh, we're at um, one thirty. Hour and one thirty. Oh, wow. That seemed a lot longer than that. <laughs> no, that's talking good. to me just takes for right. Frank's bored. He's like, <laughs> oh, this, no, this it's is like, so oh, long. God, it He's seems like, like it's been five hours already. <laughs> Feels like it's been five hours sitting next to Georgia. Ugh. I didn't. I didn't want to come across like that. I'm just saying just it like, seemed longer. But the, but the, no, when, that's cool. Can we get rid of her? Yeah, when we did uh, Will Freeman's podcast, like we everything was running an hour usually, and then we uh, got to like uh, an hour. Frozen. We lost. Go ahead. Say that again. Am I here? Yeah, you're, you're there. there. You're there. All right. Oh uh, no, I was gonna say when we were doing Will Freeman's podcast, you could I could see Frank, like you could see me, and I could see him getting a little restless, and and every once in a while you could see him kind of try to end the conversation. <laughs> and Will's all, nope. Will's like, no, we're gonna keep on talking. <laughs> <laughs> Frank's like, my ADD. <laughs> He's like, I got stuff to do. <laughs> oh, today I don't have anything to do, so we're good. Well, thanks. oh my gosh, <laughs> thanks but, for thinking about me, and maybe I have stuff to do. No, you don't have anything to do. I don't have anything to do. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go work on your brand, bro. I got to edit photos before the morning. That's all I got to do. There you go. Oh, that's Content. right. Uh, the, the black trick you just shot? No, the actual one I shot this morning at sunrise. Uh, that oh, skinny. what was I that? To, that it was a Suburban. Uh, right I Fancy. Yeah, turn it in by the morning. So, But yeah. Cool. Well, right on. Well, thank you. Thank you for hanging out with us and Thanks talking with us. Me. You have anything else? Sir? No, I'm looking forward no. to being mentored. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, I'm going to plug myself real quick. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Just plug uh, everything. Find me at Georgia Aaron, G-E-O-R-J-A-H underscore E-R-I-N, and then Georgia.com, G-E-O-R-J-A-H.com, or TikTok, uh, Georgia underscore limited, Georgia underscore L-T-D. So... Find me on 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 the interwebs, yeah, and uh, it's it, a good old time. And if you're listening to this, we'll put everything on the video version. And if you're listening to this, it'll be in the description. We'll put your website and everything in the description. Boom. Cool. There you go. Right on. Also, if you want to learn more about my mentoring stuff, G by G, uh, that is also on my website. There is a application form, but please be aware I'm not taking on anybody until the new year. So thanks, guys. Cool. Right on. Well, thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Hey, Keep thank cruising. you guys for watching. Make sure you go check out uh, Brian and I's Brian and I's websites, livelifecustom.com, grinder-tv.com. We still have our giveaways going on. So for every $5 you guys spend on those websites, uh, we'll get you entered into the drawing for the Chemical Guys stuff. We still got that going on, so go check that out. And we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. I don't know what this was. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's like...